Welcome back to the show that is talking about WrestleMania, because that's all there is to talk about. It's Pro Grapplers. I am your host, and I am amazing Jason Sigler. With me as always, actually not with me as always, with me as a <laughs> guest co-host, it is Frank, and I, I totally forgot to go back to the previous episode and see what we gave, what nickname we gave you. Do you remember? We we ran through like a few, but uh, I'm, I'm always inclined when, you know, I, I feel creatively... You know, a little vacant with regards to giving someone a nickname. Regardless of size, I can always be Big Frank Gibson. <laughs> All right, Big Frank Gibson. I and so, like it. And so if someone's small, you can call them like like Big Scotty, and it's like, oh yeah, but he's like small, so it's like kind of like a thing. But I feel like whenever I have big people around, it's just like we can't think of a wrestling gimmick. You just put Big in front of their name. <laughs> there you go, Big Joe, Big John Stud. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's yeah. A, yeah, it, I, I think I think it works. I think big as like a catch-all for wrestling nicknames is, is the way to go. <laughs> All right, that, that works for me. Works for you, works for me. So we are here. We are here to talk about the show of shows. And who better to talk about it than Mr. Wrestling himself, Big Frank Gibson. And uh, <laughs> I understand you are going to the show itself. I am, yeah, yeah. So uh, headed down to WrestleMania for the third time i did uh, wrestlemania 31 in san jose wrestlemania 32 in uh dallas and now yeah wrestlemania 34 in new orleans uh it's exciting it's still exciting to me like even though this is my third trip like i you know, i know some of what to expect but it changes up every year right right and uh so have you ever been to new orleans itself no i haven't that's like i mean that was one of the draws like if it was just gonna be like san jose again or dallas like i you know i i wouldn't be you know, kind of clamoring to go in the same way that, you know, I am for this one. I mean, both those shows were really fun to attend and I had a great time, but, uh, this one's panned out especially well with, you know, uh, Becky's going to come with me for the first time. She skipped, uh, WrestleMania's last two times. Um, cause you know, she wants to be in new Orleans. It's a, it's a cool city and we've never been before. So it's going to be fun. Like a week long vacation kind of peppered with wrestling. I can't think of much better. <laughs> no, no. I'm, I'm so envious of you guys. I've been, so pre-Katrina, I've been three times, Whoa! but, but they were all pre-drinking age and oh. pre, yeah, pre-basically being able to have actual fun there. Pre-fun. So, <laughs> yes, exactly. I was, I was there with my family, uh, back when I was in, I guess, middle school and then high school, I think. And yeah, my, my parents of course loved it so much that we went back several times, but I was, it was always for me just, you know, I get to watch everybody else have fun, but I guess that was fun in and of itself. So. Yeah, I, I remember being a teen and like going to Las Vegas, and it was just like, well, what do I do here? Nothing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you sit. <laughs> if you're lucky, you get to eat. If you're lucky. <laughs> if you're lucky. Yeah, get to go to the watch subway. Watch somebody get married. Yeah, by Elvis. Get some Elvis flyers for questionable things going on at night. Yeah, as a kid, very exciting. <laughs> but i'm i'm like i'm excited about new orleans just because like uh like the like the food's amazing uh it's it's really like i'm, I'm from new zealand originally so it's just like this is like a culturally like new for me um oh yeah i'm sure yeah it's super. it's it's a uh, it's one i haven't been back to since uh katrina happened but from what i understand the culture has has rebounded definitely and it's it's like you said it's it's a new world to kind of take in it's very Oh, for Very sure. outside a lot of what the U.S. the rest of the U.S. is. So yeah, I'm I'm just like I'm I'm so pumped, and also it's just like throughout the week I'm seeing like what like one, two, three, four, four shows. 
Yeah, I've seen like and four wrestling in- shows. And so that includes TakeOver and WrestleMania. What else is there? Uh, I'm going to the WrestleCon Super Show, uh, which is like there's like a little wrestling convention where, you know, there's vendors and like old wrestlers and you can get autographs and stuff. They have a show that they put on. And I went a couple years ago and the show itself, like there were some really cool matches, but the show was like run like hell. Like it went long. There was like this, like there seemed to be no time limits on matches. So like there were like people like Jeff Jarrett who were just going way too long. Uh kind of killed the show but like then it's just like you get to see like all these like different people like i got to see like um uh, like will osprey against marty Skrull um for the progress title i got to see you know lance storm and matt hardy uh there was like a Rey mysterio match with like ar fox it was like a ladder match with Rey mysterio um and like pentagon jr like there's like it was like such a cool like mixed card that i'm just like oh i should go back i also hear that they kind of like picked up their organization <laughs> On the Not show, because right. I'm excited. Like the main event's gonna change, sadly, because uh, Trent uh, tore both his biceps in a pro wrestling gorilla match. But it was gonna be Chuck Taylor and Trent, the best friends, uh, versus Kota Ibushi and Kenny Omega for the main event. So I bought it based on the main event. I was just like, I have to go to this. Um, I'm a big Kenny Omega mark. Like I was at the New Japan show um, in Long Beach just like a few days ago. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. If we if we were not talking about WWE pretty much exclusively on this show, for this uh, episode at least, then yes, I would definitely get your thoughts on that. I, I can get your quick thoughts on it because yeah, that sounded like oh that show was an incredible. insane time. Um, so I went to both the Long Beach shows, uh, all, all three of them. I went to the ones last year. Um, they're really cool, and the title tournament was amazing. Uh, this year it had, like it was a much bigger show. Like they went from like a thousand seat venue to a five thousand seat venue. Uh, the uh, the Long Beach Pyramid, which is a gorgeous venue. It's, like, fantastic for wrestling. It's super intimate, uh, but it's all bleachers. So it's just, like, you can see, like, every seat in that place is amazing. Like, we were three rows from the back, and it was, like, a perfect view of the ring. Uh, very house showy, actually, though. Uh, a lot of big tag matches, kind of like the Kirk and Hole shows they do um, in Tokyo, where it's just, like, okay, we're, we're not going to put, like, Okada or, like, Naito or any of like, Tanahashi in big singles matches because we have to save them for pay-per-view. So they put them in like big tag matches, but they were all very good. Like the the match quality as a whole is like like very high. But the main event, like the uh, the Meltzer five star uh, Young Bucks versus uh, Kenny and Coda, was one one of the best matches I've ever seen in person. Uh, they they more than delivered on that. It was insane. Um, I definitely recommend catching a New Japan show. I'm gonna miss their uh, July kind of pay per view debut um, in San Francisco. They're doing the Cow Palace on July seventh. I have a wedding that day, so I'm going to reluctantly miss it. Uh, but yeah, the New Japan American expansion, I think, is uh, going very, very well for them. So those are my those are my brief thoughts. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it's, I, it's not something I've gotten into just because I got into WCW through a friend, reluctantly, honestly, uh, back yeah, in high I was school. Kind of, I was dragged into wrestling, kind of kicking and screaming, just because it was like part of the cultural zeitgeist at the time. Right. And it wasn't even that necessarily. It was when Goldberg was big and the Attitude Era was probably on its way out, but it was still a thing. Yeah. And so, yeah, like you said, it, it was the thing. Like, Goldberg shirts were all over Walmart. You could see Stone Cold as... Yeah. Wrestling so was I hot. Got in, like, it I got was into it then. And... Yes, exactly. And it was... Goldberg was the thing. Like, everybody knew who Goldberg was. And uh, kind of like John Cena right now in a yeah. certain way. And yeah, I just after that, I have not really gotten into anything side 
content, no indies really. I mean, I, I know what they are. I just haven't actually like gotten into them. I haven't even watched Lucha Underground because I didn't have the network. It was I, on I've, originally. I've only so. watched a couple seasons. I've attended some of their live shows though. And they're super fun. Uh, I've heard. Yeah. I've heard yeah, those like, are... Honestly, New Japan Pro Wrestling, they don't release weekly content, so it's a lot easier to keep up with it. Mm. Um, so, like, I, I would recommend kind of digging in there. Uh, but, you know, it's hard. There's so much wrestling programming. Like, with WWE alone, if you... Like, I don't watch all of Raw and SmackDown anymore. Um, it's just, like, five hours of wrestling each week is, like, too much for me. Right. But, like, on a pay-per-view week, let's say it's a pay-per-view week with a takeover, you have bare minimum of 11 hours of first-run WWE programming that week, and it's just too much. Um, I've kind of moved to pay-per-view only, and if I hear something cool happens on Raw, I watch that, and that kind of gives me a little bit more time to, like, go to some indies, watch some New Japan, um, and kind of, like, have, like, a more well-rounded wrestling life, because for a while there was just, like, WWE, WWE, WWE. Um, but now that Raw's, like, mostly bad, it's very easy for me to, like, not watch <laughs> Yeah, except pretty much between Royal Rumble and now, it's gotten much better because they know they oh, have yeah. to build to something. WrestleMania season's fantastic, and then, you know, it cools off afterwards, and then you get, like, a bit, like, up around SummerSlam Survivor Series. That kind of goes back down again. I mean, we we probably saw, like, the best Royal Rumble we're going to see in our lifetimes, like, this year. Right. We got And we got two, two of them on the same show, which were both fantastic Royal Rumbles, so, like... I mean, we're we're very lucky. We're very spoiled as wrestling fans this this year in particular. <laughs> oh yeah, gosh. Yeah. I, I mean, the the stuff that you've mentioned already outside of WWE that you're going to see at Awesome Con and the New Japan Pro Wrestling, like it all. If you want wrestling, it's available wherever you're at. Like, oh, exactly. Even it, a local show, like they have local shows around here that I just I haven't been to, but they have them at like the high school that's 20 miles south of here. There's and they so have like Ric Flair shows. coming there. Yeah, like, yeah. like Beyond Wrestling's like a huge indie, like AAW, Pro Wrestling Guerrilla, which is my local one. Uh, then you've got, you know, Ring of Honor Touring. Uh, Impact Wrestling's like pe- picking up again. They've got some really great people in there. You know, NXT's on tour, New Japan's in America. Like, like you can see quality wrestling at any place in the country now, which is not what it used to be like at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh no no when they would come to when i lived in uh, kansas when they would come to that area which was still like two and a half hours away from me i had to go to it because i need to see it otherwise yeah next I, year maybe i remember lucky. flying to australia when i was a teenager to go see wcw i went to a nitro taping wow um, because you know they're not coming to new zealand now they go to new zealand yeah. all the time this is an nxt show in new zealand like <laughs> you know it, it's crazy um but yeah, like the, there was there would never be a WWE house show in New Zealand. That would be nuts. Now they could sell a ten thousand seat arena for like a house show in New Zealand. Um, and yeah. even though wrestling isn't as hot as it used to be, like when I was growing up, if they did like a show in New Zealand, it would be. I went to a WWE pay per view in Australia as well. Global Warning. Um, oh God, I remember that. Yeah, I had like a triple threat. Like I think it was Rock, Triple H, and Brock Lesnar. Uh huh. Uh, for like the main event, I got to see like Ultimo Dragon wrestle, but like. Again, that was like, oh my god, they're doing an event in Australia. They're doing a pay-per-view in Australia. They've never done it before. Like, it's... Yeah, the how far we've come, like, for, for wrestling. Even though, you know, it's not pulling, like, 10.0 TV ratings like it used to. It's just, like... I think people are more comfortable with it as, like... Like, oh yeah, let's go to a wrestling show. I think it, right. I think it's less embarrassing now, in particular. Yeah. Yeah, and you're talking about it coming everywhere. I mean, after what three weeks after WrestleMania, they're doing an event in Saudi Arabia with the like the greatest, greatest Royal, Royal Rumble, Rumble with seven title matches and a ladder match. 
and 50 man Royal Rumble. Like Tri- that's... Triple H versus John Cena is on the card. <laughs> it's I, just stupid. I am so pumped for that show because the idea is just like, man, we're like, I'm going to WrestleMania this year. This is really cool. The Royal Rumble was amazing this year, too. Now I just get a third Royal Rumble for the hell of it. <laughs> yeah. And like you said, every title up for defense. The, the only downside is that the women are not wrestling at all because Saudi Arabia. But I yeah. Mean, so like it was uh there was like the WWE 24 recently um uh, that kind of covers like the women's Royal Rumble and stuff, but it right. also covers uh Alexa Bliss and Sasha Banks having the ver- very first ever women's wrestling match in Qatar. Um, and it's crazy like li- literally like women were not allowed at the shows in Qatar prior, and they definitely weren't allowed to perform. And they are the first women wrestlers to ever have a match um, in that country. And it's just kind of like, well, you know, maybe Saudi Arabia's next. Um, I hope. I mean, there's a very cynical part of me, which is like, yeah, WWE's just doing it for the money. And of course, you know, they're big business and it politically kind of uh, uh, problematic for me. But at the same time, it's just like, I can see, you know, them putting the, these people on this like stage um in saudi arabia being like a positive thing culturally right so like i'm hoping you know in the next couple years it seems like you know i mean it it sounds awful to even like think about where it's just like yeah like the wwe show in saudi arabia is one of the first sporting events that women have been able to attend um, yeah in the history of that country so it's just like you know there's there's some progress there at least there is. And like you said, it might it might not be politically minded. I mean, thank God Vince McMahon is putting the XFL outside of WWE. <laughs> oh, I, couldn't, I couldn't deal with that if that was not the uh, case, considering yeah. all the crap that's already been said about that. And uh, good Lord, who knows? Yeah. The, XFL. the less said about that, the better. Yeah. Hey, here's my takeaway. Vince is worried about the XFL. It leaves us more stuff like NXT. Yes. <laughs> and, and that's that's what I want. The way I see it, and, and this is the total outsider's perspective, but Vince starts uh, like being invested in XFL, and 205 Live becomes amazing again. Oh yeah, so yeah. 205, so maybe SmackDown yeah, now will is get better. Cool, like that's a, such a such a fun show to watch. Again, yes, but you know that's another hour of wrestling programming that I have to watch. Right, right. <laughs> I will say uh, you are absolutely right about watching all the WWE in a week is almost impossible. It's it. it it is definitely taxing on my soul and my body, but I will say that when you watch those hour long shows, NXT and two Oh five live Fantastic. watching them compact, all of that into an hour shows that they can do it. It's just with raw with three hours. They don't have to. Well, there's also talk about the, uh, the Fox TV deal, um, right. that they, it looks like UFC negotiations have broken down with Fox and WWE is going to go to Fox. And that means that raw becomes two hours. Yes. And I'm so excited if that's the case. Like, I I would be pumped to see a two-hour Raw again. It means that I yes. could actually watch the show. Because, like, the three hours just kills me. Kills me dead. <laughs> yes, it does. It does. By the time it gets to, like, 11.05, it's like, okay, the final match is starting. It's like, are you kidding me? Yeah, it's, it takes an entire night out of your week. Um, and I mean, I did that for years. I'd have parties. Like, like a bunch of, like, LA cartoonists would all come around, like, uh, on Monday nights. Like, every single Monday, we'd watch the whole damn show. Um, and we just had to stop. Like, I still have people over for pay-per-views because, you know, there's 18, 16 to 18 pay-per-views a year now. Yeah. Um, so it's just, like, having people over, like, it's like, that's enough. 
But I hear they're cutting that back too. I, I hear it's being cut to 12. I think so, yeah. And they're also, you know, the brand split might be dying off after Mania. And it's there's a lot of stuff up in the air. But I, if any of it comes true, especially the Fox deal, like you said, I, I will be very happy because I think the change of setting, like it'll be on a network, well, a network as outside of cable for the first time ever, um, regularly at least. And I think that that has to be alone just to, like get mouth Vince salivating like the, the oh, idea yeah. of being on a network it's gonna be huge um i mean like when smackdown debuted on upn that was insane and you know it right. didn't stay there um because you know the cw switch and all that and then it yeah, ends up on the sci-fi channel is it still on sci-fi channel smackdown no it's back on usa oh okay yeah see like i i watch on like streaming services so i right. don't know yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, I feel that's... like we I feel like we should dive into into some some WrestleMania or some NXT. Which one do you want to start with? We are going to start with WrestleMania cuz I want to end with the best one last. Hell yeah. All right, let's do it. Yeah. So I don't uh know we have no idea where this card's going to end up, where things are going to be. Uh I think these are all confirmed matches, so we'll just dive in with one that's confirmed but unconfirmed is Taker versus Cena. Yeah. That's that's an interesting match for me. Um, so, I, of course, like, I watched last WrestleMania. I, like, so one of the first big parties I ever threw, um, we, I, like, I do, like, little charity things uh, for WrestleMania mm-hmm. or, like, Royal Rumble and stuff like that. Um, I, like, I cook, like, a like a five-course meal and, like, get, like, a fancy keg or cocktails and stuff, and everyone donates some money. The first show I did this for was... Uh, for WrestleMania uh, 30, when The Undertaker lost to Brock Lesnar. <laughs> right. Uh, definitely, Good choice. <laughs> definitely put a damper on the evening, but you got the cool Daniel Bryan finish, at least. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, that was the thing that got me excited about going to WrestleMania again, was like, the Daniel Bryan thing. But the Taker thing, I was just like, I feel like since then, things have not worked out for Taker at WrestleMania. Like, I, I was there for his Bray Wyatt match, and I think that was pretty good. Um, I was there for the Shane McMahon match, which I th- actually, I, I think is actually underrated. I think like as a match, I mean, it's like a catastrophe, but like, I think it still has like the aura of like an Undertaker WrestleMania match. Whereas the Roman Reigns match did not. And the follow up to it was incredibly poor. Um, I feel like a lot of the mystique was taken away and the idea that he was retired in that match, uh, is a bummer to me and for and like take a take her Cena like other than like you know uh take sting is like a match that everyone's been wanting to see forever and i think they'll deliver i think though i think they'll work their asses off i think taker can probably still go if this is like how he goes out this is how he goes out um but i'm i'm like legit excited to see it i think the build's weird um because if they've yeah. already done like the build before with like bray wyatt where taker never showed up Right. Um, but you know what? I'm, and then he had that weird ap- appearance on like the retro Raw. Oh yeah, Raw one thousand was what a catastrophe like... of an episode. Oh god, I I could not believe. I was so psyched for that episode, and then it happened, and I was like, "What happened there? What did they do?" Yeah, it was awful. Like it, it was like like seeing that episode. I'm just like, they're not gonna get anything right this year. And then they did the Rumble. Right. <laughs> and, yeah. and everything at that rumble was right like those are like so it's like i don't know uh 
it's a work coming. But yeah, I'm excited for uh, Tiker, uh, Tiker, Jesus, uh, Taker, <laughs> Cena. Uh, what do you think? What are your thoughts on it? My only thought is, so the rumors have been flying, and it makes it lines up too perfectly for it almost not to happen. But so Kid Rock is going into the Hall of Fame. Uh, Kid, Kid Rock did uh, his theme at, at one point, and it was for Biker Taker. I am American badass. <laughs> I I I know it is like you know we look back on it, it's like oh my god, I can't believe that gimmick that was so ridiculous, and it is Booger but, Red. Big evil. <laughs> oh. How much would everybody pop for Kid Rock playing Biker Taker to the ring to fight John Cena? I'm, okay. First of all, I, I, I don't, I've never been to the Hall of Fame because I don't want to go. Right. <laughs> I, I wouldn't I, either. Yeah, it, it's it's long. I want to see the speeches. The crowd seem like they're a bunch of uh, assholes. Like, they can't hold it together for the Hall of Fame. Um. Yeah. I, I, I just don't want to go. I usually go to an indie show if I'm in town for WrestleMania instead, instead of going to the, the Hall of Fame. Him being in the Hall of Fame is a bummer. Uh, I, I think Kid Rock is a bad man. Uh, <laughs> Agreed. Yes. Uh, the fact that I bought a WrestleMania ticket and then I find out that I'm going to have to watch Kid Rock perform in some way really bums me out. <laughs> uh, and... This might be a, a controversial opinion. I wish Fred Durst was going to the Hall of Fame instead, because I know for a fact he actually likes wrestling. Right. Like, he did, like, Angle with Steve Carino during, like, an old ECW show. He uh, gave got an unlimited license to Roland so they could continue using it uh, in broadcast perpetuity so they wouldn't have to, like, blank it out on certain broadcasts. Right. Um, I would prefer to see Roland Limp Biscuit Taker. As opposed to Kid Rock Taker. Because, like, American <laughs> Badass as a song, like, lost as an entrance for such a short period of time because the Metallica sample is too expensive for them to keep it on the air. Um, so it's just like, I... I don't know how I'm going to feel about seeing Biker Taker. If I get Biker Taker. Okay. <laughs> I, I, that's understandable. I, I, I would prefer Roll... Like, if it was Limp Bizkit Biker Taker, I'm, I'm like, okay, sure. I can enjoy that for what it is. Kid Rock Biker Taker kind of bums me out. <laughs> yes, I, I 100% agree. I don't care that he's going into the Hall of Fame. I'm, I I won't say I'm offended by it, but it definitely hey, I don't like it. You know what? He isn't the worst person in the Hall of Fame. No, he is not. <laughs> not by a long stretch. He's the good Lord. He no. might not even be top five worst people in the hall of fame which is really that's so bad <laughs> yeah that's that tells you about the history of wrestling yep oh uh, <laughs> good god um but yeah i i'm still pumped i i want to see that match i want to see that match some people are like oh the taker's old i don't want to see i uh, know i want to see it give me give me spectacle yeah that's that's i mean that's everybody if if they you know poo poo it and say like oh god what are we actually gonna see it's like you're gonna see john cena versus the undertaker wrestlemania like, and it's gonna just, be good they're gonna do a good job yeah step back and say that to yourself again and think about what you're saying that sounds that that's what you've wanted for years yeah the end also it's just like was taker biker taker when he faced cena that time like on smackdown uh at one point he was yes let me see let me see here I'm, I'm, uh, there was a, uh, I, I constantly search. read, uh, with spandex on the Uproxx network. I don't know if you read their stuff. Oh, fantastic! There. Yeah, yeah, like uh, De uh, Danielle Matheson writes writes for them, and and, and she's right. fantastic. 
Right. And uh, Brandon Stroud did a retrospective of John Cena versus The Undertaker. And most of their matches actually took place in the Biker Taker era. Yeah, like, uh, this is, like, 2004, which is, like, the one where, at the end, like, Cena kind of gets, like, validation from right. him. Let's see. Yeah, Biker Taker. So it makes sense. It makes sense that he faces Biker Taker. It does. Yeah. Um, so. All right. <laughs> I'll for take your it. hope, For your hope, I will hope, I, for your sake, I will hope that Fred Durst shows up and not Kid Rock. <sighs> yeah, but it's not going to happen. Kid Rock's going <laughs> to be It's not, there. but. So maybe they could be dueling fred durst on one side of the stage and kid rock on the other <laughs> they play both that themes at the same time yeah that the, cacophony the worst song ever made undertaker's just turned to sludge oh yeah. god john cena can't take it <laughs> all right well moving on to another match um how about the women's battle royal i we mean i the battle royals are a way to get everyone on the show and i actually right. think that's very nice um i think the andre has been underwhelming for its entire run except for the cesaro win mm-hmm. and then the cesaro win had like no follow-up no. like they flipped into a paul Heyman guy and it just didn't work um so the andre is like lackluster i kind of like was it, it was like mojo Rawley won it last time Correct. Yes. Yeah, it doesn't lead well, anywhere. It doesn't like it doesn't matter. Like the men's battle royal doesn't matter. I feel like the women's one at least has a few more storylines going into it. Whereas you know yeah. you have like the Sasha Bailey feud taking place like in the battle royal. I prefer to see a singles match, but at the same time, I also feel like Becky Lynch and you know like Naomi, like they deserve to be on the WrestleMania card. I wish they could have found a different way to do it. But uh, yeah, I mean I'm. I'm excited to see the Sasha Bailey story continue to build. I think they pulled the trigger on it too soon. Like the fact that they just started brawling backstage on like the most recent Raw, I was just like they're they're jumping a step in the story. Um, and since that's the kind of the core story of the match, it's like I'm not not super jazzed for it. I wish this was another Women's Rumble, but you know, <laughs> essentially is I guess right. Yeah, I mean that's that's one way to look at it. Except I, no one I gets entr- except no one gets entrances, which is the best part of a battle royal. <laughs> I bet you, I bet you, like two people will like at the very everybody will be in the ring, and then you get Sasha and Bailey enter enter like separately, maybe. Yeah, maybe we'll get Becky and Naomi as well. Yeah, 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 like yeah. A, you kind of have to do Naomi because her her entrance, her entrance is so good. Yeah, it looks the best at WrestleMania. Oh man, like yeah, I I'm, I'm so glad for her as well. Like, uh, I'm glad that she got, like, essentially, like, a cool gimmick. Like, right. she's deserved it for years. Like, having to do the Funkadactyl bit, I mean. Oh, God. And, and for someone, like, as talented as she is, like, that that was, like, it, like, totally bummed me out to see her in that position. And now it's just like, oh, yeah, your position is, like, a single star with, like, a cool entrance. And, like, like it's nice. Hopefully we see more women's singles matches. But, like, we do have a problem where it's just, like, there is, like... Th- the card is big. Yes. Um, Bloated. Yeah. I prefer to see Sasha Bailey over Alexa and Nia Jax, but that's getting ahead of myself. <laughs> I uh, I like the build that they've done for Alexa and Nia, uh, even though uh, short as it's been and kind of convoluted. But uh, yes, and in terms of the match I would want to see at WrestleMania, 
I think they're going to give us Sasha Bailey somewhere, maybe SummerSlam. Maybe they'll do a build to that and give us the match there. Or maybe they'll just make it like, maybe they'll find a way to flip the belt onto like one of them so they could actually be the main event of like a fast lane or something like that. Right, right, exactly. Um, but I, I, I like the the Naya Alexa, like they're friends, but obviously she hates her because she's just being a total bitch now. Yep, and. <laughs> And Mickey James, for absolutely no reason, just hanging around, even though Mickey James Alexa like, Bliss has clearly shown, I don't care about you. Yeah, Mickey Mickey James is like, her character is like flipped more than like the Big Show. Yes, he'll face, he'll face, face, he'll, he'll face, like just like, <laughs> like every week. Yeah, I, I'm glad, I'm glad that Mickey's there because Mickey's a fantastic wrestler. Um, yes, but and you know maybe she has a role to play in this match, and you know I think that's like one of the. Like yeah, it's like Mickey James as a character is being kind of hanging around. I think in wrestling, um, supporting characters in feuds are are underrated. Like like the like the people like Ricardo Rodriguez or like the Singh brothers. Like having supporting or like the third person in a feud. Uh, I think it's like a a valuable position that people don't acknowledge enough. Like for let's say uh, Savage Warrior at WrestleMania. The story wasn't Savage Warrior. This the story was Savage Miss Elizabeth. The Ultimate Warrior was the third person in that feud, right? Um, and you know, it'd be great to see Mickey James positioned more prominently as you know a uh, supporting character in it. But I'm glad that she's there, even if yes. it makes no sense. And, uh, <laughs> another one, another example I think is uh, so the Miz has been good for a while, but when oh, they yeah. finally brought Maurice back as his you know oh, on screen in real life wife. Yeah, yeah, that added so so many new dimensions to his his dickishness. Yeah, and I, I think Bo and Curtis Axel, like I think it's a good position for them as well. Like I, I feel like Bo Dallas as a character uh, has a higher ceiling than that. Um, and maybe we'll see him break out of that in like the next year. But like, yeah, supporting characters are wonderful. Uh, but yeah, the Mar- Maurice is like top notch. Like, also like the idea that like uh, not everyone has to be a wrestler. Right, yeah. Like, like, okay, one of the most memorable characters, I think, of, like, the past five years is uh, Dr. Shelby from the <laughs> Daniel Bryan game yeah. partnership. That guy's not a uh-huh. wrestler. He's just there. He's a supporting character who builds up the other two guys. He made them look like a million bucks. Um, And I think that's what Maurice does for, like, The Miz. I'm like, is she going to be back by WrestleMania? Because they just had their kid. So no, might... I think they, yeah, they just had the baby this week, so I do not expect her to be there. So. Yeah. Uh, it's a shame, but at the same time, it's yeah. like, hopefully she comes back in the next year if she wants to. I would, I would, for the sake of the Miz, I think it would definitely be, benefit him and her. And they're also doing the new reality show, like Miz and Miss, Miz and yeah. Mrs. I think. Yeah. And it's yeah, I I'm glad for the Miz. I love everything he's doing. And oh my I, god, is it is is there another wrestler? who has been as improved as the Miz. I certainly can't think of one. Yeah. Like in ring, I feel I feel like he more than holds his own at this point. Like before like the knock on him was he wasn't a great wrestler. Uh right. I think I think that's unfair. He actually reminds me a lot of Jeff Jarrett in like his in ring work. Um not just because they have the same finisher. But I feel like for how he is positioned as a bad guy in wrestling he wrestles a perfect style for it. Like I was, I was rewatching um, the the ladder. Like, I, like okay, so I was rewatching the ladder match uh, 
from uh, WrestleMania 32 in Dallas, where it's Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens fighting over the belt, and then Sami gets a thumb to the eye, gives uh, Kevin like huge suplex on the ladder. Sami goes up, and the crowd is ready for Sami Zayn to win that match. That's who they want to win. The Miz gets involved, and people's hatred for the Miz is so great that when Zack Ryder took the belt away from the Miz to win uh-huh. that ladder match, everyone was game for Zack Ryder to win. The Miz made everyone forget that the guy they wanted to win was Sami Zayn. <laughs> like, like he made them forget in an instant because of how good he is at just that being, is just being a complete piece of garbage. He looks around, sees everyone's down gets positioned to sit on the ladder arrogantly. He's laughing. He's taking the belt down carefully, and then he has it snatched from him. And then everyone is game just to see him lose. So they're excited for the person that they didn't necessarily favor in the first place to win. That's just how good he is. That is, that is very, very astute uh, dissection of that match. Because, yeah, that that is... I think the WWE listed like their first was it top fifty or whatever WrestleMania moments maybe twenty and Zack Ryder winning the belt was one of them and it's huge. I wish there was a follow yeah. up. I felt bad for the dude. Oh yeah, the instant instant injury and like okay, drop the belt now. Yeah, yeah he, he dropped it the ni- the next night on on uh, Raw. Um, yeah, we were there for it and it happened so quickly. We're just like it wasn't even like they thought they were gonna get a big reaction out of the crowd. Like look what we did and instead the reaction was just like oh man. <laughs> like it wasn't just like boo the Miz. It was just like oh yeah, Zack Ryder. <laughs> um, but I guess since we're talking about the Miz, should we just talk about the IC match? Absolutely, yes. Do you think he survives Rollins and Balor? I think he should. Um, but I don't know who's going for the title next. It's interesting because, like, I think it like who wins is kind of indicative of who the next challenger is for the actual championship, like the world heavyweight championship. So maybe yeah. like, let's say <sighs> who's going to win. I feel like Finn would be a good person to hold it for a while. I like his recent sort of heel behavior, or at least just like entitled dickishness. I think adding an edge to Finn Balor is what he needs. Uh, when he was in New Japan as a heel and like leader of the Bullet Club, um, he was fantastic. I think I think adding that edge to him is necessary. Uh, I, I mean, he's still popular. He's still fan- like he's. I mean, he always puts on a fantastic match. Right. Um, but I feel like like smiley Finn Balor is has a ceiling, and uh, it's like AJ Styles. When they flipped AJ Styles to heel, and then he became a face again, but he didn't really change his mannerisms, uh-huh. like just keeping that edge to the character, I think that's, you know, the ideal AJ Styles. I think the right. same for Finn Balor. See, I'm, I, I think Finn should take it. Um, I, man, I feel bad for Seth Rollins. That guy kind of came back from injury, and, you know, then Dean got injured, and right, the, yeah, the, the kind of weird Shield reunion that didn't quite hit. Um, because Roman. Um, the thing that sucks that most people have already forgotten at this point is on Raw, like a month, month and a half ago or whatever, the Monday Night Rollins. The yeah. gauntlet match that he fought on his own for like an hour and ten minutes. That I know, it's ridiculous. What, yeah, I, I heard about that and I just had to like, I watched the whole damn thing and it's amazing. 
Um, oh, that was amazing to, to to turn on and watch that and just see like, okay, when are they going to have Seth Rollins stop wrestling? Because good lord, yeah, and... he just doesn't. That's so good. Um, uh, like I, yeah, I don't, I don't know what they're going to do with Seth. I don't know what the direction for the character is. I feel like Miz dropping the title now is fine. Um, I th- like unless they're going to go like um, like Finn challenging for the belt after Mania. I think Rollins is a kind of kind of natural one. It's hard though. There's like a lot of variables. Like Dean's gonna be back soon. Uh, Samoa Joe's gonna be back soon. Right. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm glad that they found a place for all these guys in this match, and it does actually make sense. Like the IC feud kind of is like I think the one that makes the most sense out of like any of the angles that are on the show. <laughs> Yeah, you can you can believe all of these guys going for this belt because it is supposed to be the prestigious one, but it's also it, it all these guys you could also see as champion. I mean, we have seen as champion at one point or another. Like yeah, the, all the, three of them. Yeah, so it's I agree. I I don't I don't know who takes it. I think any of them could benefit from it, including the Miz. Like he he holds on to it. I think having he, a big he, retention at WrestleMania, right. I think it legitimizes yeah. him a lot. Um. Well, it makes him more annoying, too, because that's all he'll talk about for, like, six months. Ah, it's so good. He's the best. He is, he is the best promo. Like, <laughs> I, I can think of so few people who can even touch him right now. It's amazing. Yeah. I was listening to a podcast this morning where I was, uh, somebody was talking about the WWE promo style currently. Instead, if it should be, like, quick little three-minute promos, or at yeah. most three minutes. Yeah, I agree. And instead, instead, they put a mic in a guy's hand and it's like, okay, go fill 15 minutes by yourself. Good luck. Yeah, and, like, the scripts they give them, it's just they just dance around the same stuff all the time. Like, like none of those promos could, like, should be more than five minutes long. And I don't feel like any of them push any story. It's just them talking. Right. Like, it's like a Bray Wyatt promo where it's like, I love the Bray Wyatt character. Oh. But it's just, like, it's just nonsense. And, like, it's nonsense for five minutes that doesn't lead anywhere. No. Um, like... Like, on the Monday Night Wars and stuff, it's like people could cut the big promos because the characters were so over, but at the same time, they also, like, actually push the storylines forward. Whereas, like, now it's like I actually don't believe people when they cut the big promos. Like, because it doesn't ever lead to anything. No matter what they say, it doesn't matter. Um, it's one of the reasons why I find Raw very hard to watch in general. Is it's just like a... Ju- like, all of... Like, like Roman's promos after beating Taker, they led nowhere. No. Like, Outside of the one he cut the night after that was just, this is my yard now, and everybody hated him so much. Yeah, and I was like, okay, this is where they're going with the character, and then it's like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> no. We're going to forget about that. Yeah. Like, I, I remember reading something where, like, WWE said, like, at this point, they're about creating moments. And I was like, yeah, that matters, but, like, at the same time, you have to be invested in the characters and the story for those moments to really hit. Right. Like, like you're talking about Sami Zayn. The reason we wanted to see him win is because we were invested in that character from years past. Exactly. Uh, whereas, you know, like, it's cool that Roman had that moment where he said the cool thing and everyone <laughs> hated it. But ultimately, it didn't matter. So how cool of a moment is it? Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I see match is going to be great. <laughs> All right. We're going to jump right from that to the Roman Reigns match then since we were talking about him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he and Lesnar are, are well, I, I should say they're fighting, but Lesnar is just kicking his ass week after week. So Yeah, man, they've they, they made some convincing beatdowns. Like, that F5 on the stairs looked like hell. Yeah. Um, 
that like like that belly to belly like overhead on the outside looks like he's being ejected from a car. Like it yes. was like it was horrifying. Um, okay, so I I saw the last Brock and Roman match in person. It was a very tense match, and everyone was kind of like Brock should win or Seth should cash right. in. We got the Seth cash yeah. in, which is one of my favorite moments in WrestleMania history. The fact that I went yes. to a WrestleMania and didn't get a finish to the main event, and I'm happy with it, speaks uh-huh. volumes for how much I did not want Roman to win that match. Um, and for how poorly Roman in general is being booked and treated uh, by the company. <laughs> but uh, this time around, it's just like... It, so there's all the talk that Brock is leaving. Um... And that kind of loads things up again. And also, he hasn't been around much. And his matches, honestly, over the past year have been pretty boring. When he does show up. There's, they're still trying to do the Suplex City thing. And as an aspect of a match for, with uh, with Brock, that's cool. But for, for everything, it's bad. When I saw like the match he had with Dean at WrestleMania, it was a complete letdown. Because it was just a German Suplex Festival. Right. Um so the match I think they had at San Jose was fantastic. I think it was exactly what it needed to be. But with Brock leaving, I feel like with the idea that Brock's leaving, whether or not that is actually true, uh, I feel like the crowd is going to turn on the match, and that worries me. Because you know, remember Brock Goldberg at WrestleMania 20? Good lord, yes. Like the the crowd hated it because it's just like it's too, like one guy's like two guys they don't really like that much. And one's leaving. Like I feel like Brock, like is, has a lot of support from people in general, but I th- I think a lot of that goodwill is being used up, even deliberately, because they're trying to be like he's you know this Brock's the chosen one now, and you know he doesn't even want to wrestle. He wants to go to the UFC. Um, I don't think he's going to UFC. I really don't. Um, like he has that drug suspension. Yeah. Uh, from UFC. And it's like a two-year ban, I believe. I think so. I think it might be up soon or something. I think they they did say that that would not be a concern. Like the only concern is like, does he actually want to go? So the interesting thing about the suspension is for you to so he retired from UFC when right. he was suspended, and when he retired from UFC, that means he leaves the USADA uh, drug testing pool. So, Brock has not been drug tested. So, he still has to serve out his suspension in some way. UFC can kind of make it, maybe make a deal to bring him back earlier, but that's a bad precedent, I think, for them to set. Um, because it's just like, hey, this guy's such an attraction and stuff. He got suspended for drugs and just got to go make money at WWE for a while and theoretically still be on drugs while doing it. And now he just gets to come back. Uh, so like, so for you, saw the drug testing, you can actually search for people, um, in their database to see if they've been tested. Um, and yeah, you could like just search for like a Brock Lesnar and stuff. And he is not back in the testing pool. He has not been tested. So it's like, hmm. he has to serve some kind of like suspension and he hasn't yet. So I don't think he's going. Uh, and if he is, I think he's going in a few... I think he'll re-enter the drug testing pool after WrestleMania, and maybe he'll serve a year of his suspension or something like that while still right. like, wrestling on and off. I don't, yeah. think he's, I don't think he's gone yet. Um, 
But yeah, I'm not looking forward to this match. I'm <laughs> I'm honestly not looking forward to it. I don't want to be at an event where people shit all over the main event. It bums me out. Like the idea of everyone just booing both guys and like hating the match. At San Jose, that match was hot because everyone hated Roman. People were behind Brock. Brock had been having good matches. Um, and then they went and had a cool match that worked the crowd perfectly. I don't think they can do it again. I don't think Brock can do it right now. I don't think Roman's good enough to do it right now. Um, I don't want to see this as a main event. I want them to put on... Um, I would prefer for them to put Charlotte and Asuka on last. For sure. Um, I would prefer for them to put on Shinsuke... Um, and AJ Styles last, but I think they're going to put this on last, and I think it's going to be a bummer. <laughs> it's like when they did, uh, like, Roman Triple H for the Dallas main event. I think I think people are not going to be interested in it. Right. That was definitely the case there, yeah. I think the only story that makes sense with Lesnar right now is Braun Strowman. Yeah. Because he is, this, he that's is the man that, that would be he so has cool. had his number. Yeah, I really wanted that match. I really thought they were going to, like at the last second flip it so Braun was in a triple threat. Right. Um and that at the, at that point that match becomes incredibly compelling to me. Mm-hmm. I think keeping him in this weird feud with the tag champs is bad. I think it's bad for the tag belts. I think it's bad for the tag champs. I think it's bad um for everyone involved. Um I don't think Braun gains anything out of beating Cesaro and Sheamus. And I like both those guys. I think Cesaro is one of the best wrestlers in the entire world and it, like it bums me out to see him in that position. Um, but I skipped to another match. Uh, <laughs> no, that's 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 perfectly fine. We yeah. we can certainly move on because I I am fine talking about uh, Strowman for a while. Because man, he's great. The, the... He's so great. He, he is. <laughs> and I've never I've never been excited about the big man wrestlers really, other than like Taker. Um, like that's never been like my personal area. Like I've always liked the cruiserweights and people who can like move and stuff. But like Braun's such a f- he's fun. Like watching that, like watching Braun Strowman, makes me feel like a kid. He has that larger than life, like personality, and the way he's been booked, I think, is perfect. He's been just vulnerable enough. He's funny, but he's not funny in a way that detracts from him as a monster. Like right, that, yeah. That dude came out of nowhere too. Like when he Very debuted, much. I was just like, I don't know about this guy. I don't know about this guy, and then like. A month or two in, I'm just like, okay, you got me. Braun's fantastic. <laughs> His name is yeah. so dumb, too. Oh, yeah. Everything about him. Braun, like, they were going for Braun Strong Man. That's the gag. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, start coming in as, like, a new member of the Wyatt family with another sheep mask on, it's like, okay, what? Yeah, this guy's huge, but... What are they and then they just do? jettison that immediately. Right. And uh, poor, luckily, poor Bray so, Wyatt. Like... Poor Bray Wyatt. <laughs> oh man. Uh, but like, okay, who's gonna be the guy? Who's your Who's your guy? Who's TBD for you? Who is Who is vacant? Who is the mystery partner? Big Show. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> like it's it's the only one that makes sense. Like you said, if he beats both the champions by himself, that does nothing for anyone. Um, we already know that he could do it. And I mean, he's had, he, he probably has like a begrudging respect for the big show. So why wouldn't he call on him to say, Hey, let's take out the trash. Yes. Yeah, so I, th- I think the big show makes the most sense. I don't think people are going to be super into it. 
I I think they will be because it's Strowman, and also, I I think Big Show will basically get a Strowman rub. Yeah, uh, I would love for Big Show to have like a last run as like a monster, but right. they have to like they've been so inconsistent with his character. Um, and in ring, Big Show's been so inconsistent for so long. He looks like he's in incredible shape now. Like, yes. best shape of his entire career. Um, so I'd love to see him have, like, one last big run on top. Like, I feel like they're going to do the 30-second match, though, if they do Big Show. Like, it's just like they just get beat immediately. I would agree I would agree with that if it wasn't Cesaro and Sheamus because they are like the hard hitters. They're they're also big dudes. Like they're 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 not small in any way shape or form just compared to these guys. Yeah. So I think I I would agree that I it could be just a squash and they have the belts now. Cuz there's a lot of matches be, on this card. Yeah. Like, yeah. Some one of them has to be quick. Yeah, well, uh yeah. You're right, and I can't really see any of these others being that quick. Maybe, maybe thankfully Rousey, but we'll see when we get yeah, to that one. Naya, Naya and Alexa maybe would be a quick one. It could um, be. Yeah, that's actually true. Yeah, just yeah. quick. But quick. I I have my picks for the guys. Okay. For that match, we're not gonna see him because you know he's wrestling indies right now, and you know he got let go. Um, James Ellsworth was who I wanted Strowman to go with. See, uh, that is definitely the odds-on favorite for like people's pick, but I don't, I, I, I don't think I would love happen. it. I, it I, would be amazing. Yeah, and then the other one is Rey Mysterio. Ah, yes. And so Rey was meant to wrestle on New Japan, right? Um, so Rey got injured, I think, in the UK. He got bicep injury, and people were reporting as a torn bicep, and then the Wrestling Observer said it was actually not. It was just a high-grade strain that was going to take him out for, like, a month or two. Um, if he came back at WrestleMania for it, apparently he's been checked out by WWE doctors. This is, like, a known uh, kind of fact. Uh, because, the, you know, his Royal Rumble return was, like, so well-received, and he's in such great shape, and, you know, he's doing great work again. Um, so... Maybe they just, like, held him off. But he's also apparently committed for uh, two more matches in New Japan. Right. But who know, who knows where that goes. So, um, yeah, so, like, Ellsworth or Mysterio are my favorites. Like, like the ones who I would want to see. I think you're right with Big Show, though. I think it's the Big Show. I, I, I also think that's probably the most likely, but those those are definitely the two that I want to see the most. Like, they, they would make the most... They want to make moments having Rey Mysterio come out and team with Strowman or hell having Ellsworth come out and like, you know, hits the no chin music on Sheamus and wins the title of Strowman. Yeah. That's a moment. Yeah. It's, it's, it's huge and it's fun. And I, I think, I think both work for Braun's character. I think a Braun and Mysterio or Braun and Ellsworth double act for a while. It might be too, might be too goofy for Strowman. Who's like already kind of a goofy character. But I think it could be great. It could be like, you know, like RVD and Kane or Team Hell No or like any of those like mismatched like tag teams that are so fun. Right. Um, I think and that's what I mean, you look back at Daniel Bryan, you think like I think of his amazing wrestling first and foremost, but he also had that awesome run with Kane where they were silly goofy characters together. That's one of the things is like people forget about Daniel Ryan Bryan's like other runs like prior and he's fantastic in whatever role they put him in. Right. When he was like AJ Lee's like reluctant bad boyfriend, he was good. When he was uh the Miz's protege in NXT, he was good. Uh when he was in like Team Hell No, he was good. Even that Wyatt bit, 
that was such a bad angle and it was totally designed to keep him out of WrestleMania that year. Um, even in the Wyatt family, I totally bought it. He was so good at it. And like, yeah. Bless, bless that, Daniel Bryan. <laughs> and that, that feud also led to one of my favorite moments of the past few years when he takes off the, the, uh, overalls or whatever and starts doing the yes chant and the, the crowd is already doing it behind him but when he yeah. starts doing it they sync up with him yeah, they on slow the down. first one. Oh my it's god so the control good. he had over that crowd i i still get goosebumps when i think of it yeah I, just, I actually uh, went back and watched that just because you know i'm excited about a particular match that's coming up maybe we should talk about that one now <laughs> certainly we're, we're flowing naturally between these it's almost like we're good at podcasts or something <laughs> at least one of us <laughs> i think i think we're both fantastic at this <laughs> well great i do too all right so uh, all right, so let's, let's um what are your thoughts man i'm so excited i get to see daniel bryan wrestle uh, i am so happy both. for that man uh i have been a huge fan of his for a very long time uh i watched him wrestle in ring of honor and i liked him then but he's a guy who did really – I don't think he found his character. I think he worked out what he wanted to put out there character-wise himself um, later. Because as a heel in, like, Ring of Honor and stuff, he's fantastic. Like, he's always been an amazing wrestler and, you know. But it felt – didn't feel real. Whereas everything Daryl Bryan does feels real now. Um, I, I've, it's so easy for me to uh, suspend my uh, disbelief whenever I see him speak or wrestle. It's – I – uh, I thought his return promo was fantastic. His retirement promo is like heartbreaking. Um, he is the best, and I am so glad that he gets to wrestle. Like you know, the angle right now, uh, I think it's great. I think that that story is fantastic. I think the Owens and Sammy dynamics so cool. I I'm scared for Shane McMahon. Like you you heard that he's like sick and injured, right? Yes, he actually went to on vacation and got actually sick. <laughs> yeah, he's diverticulitis and uh, a hernia. And a hernia. Yeah. And he's and I was like, oh, he's out of WrestleMania. And they're like, nope. <laughs> it's like, what? Are you serious? Like he's gonna wrestle with a hernia? Um, but I mean, that's cool. I'm glad the match is happening. Like, I think about, let's say even like six years ago the idea that one of the marquee matches at like at wrestlemania would be daniel bryan and shane mcmahon against kevin owens and Sami Zayn is crazy yes like um i'm so glad i bought tickets before that match was announced like that that made me very very impressed with my pre-planning <laughs> now it's just a bonus yeah this is yeah this is like the like i mean it is a bonus but it is also like one of like one of the matches I want to see, like the, the matches that I want to see are like this one, uh, the SmackDown championship main event, Charlotte and Asuka. And then everything else is like just something cool and fun. Right. Like this is like part of like a triple main event for me personally. Um, the most loaded WrestleMania card, I think like ever for me. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, it's up there if it's not. Um, How do you so think it's going to pan out? With the, the Kevin Owens. Oh, yeah. So, a rumor I've heard is that maybe last minute they say, Shane, okay, sorry, Shane, you can't be cleared. We can't let you wrestle. And Daniel Bryan says, okay, well, I had a backup. And out comes Chris Jericho. 
Great. I think I think everyone would be cool with that. I think so. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. he also he has beef. Somewhat. Yeah, with Owens especially. Yeah. Yeah. So. I. You know what? I'm totally cool with that. Um. So there is like apparently like a Chris Jericho WrestleMania watch party. Oh yeah. Uh. I I haven't like a. I haven't seen like a whole lot about it lately, so maybe it isn't happening. Um, because if he's meant to be there, <laughs> you know, how can he have a match? Right. Um. Yeah, yeah. Just a rumor that I heard that 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 got me very excited because I was like, who would I want to see in place of like injured Shane McMahon who can barely move? And, yeah. And also, who could cover up for Daniel Bryan just in case he's you no? Know, he, they don't want him going like a hundred percent yet put Jericho in there he can definitely you know take some of the bumps that he can't and that's true yeah, yeah. I but I don't think it's gonna happen just because he he is scheduled to do something else ah um but who knows who knows what they could do to change that at the last second right and and regardless like you said even if it is still Shane it's still a ma- an amazing match that I can't wait to see yeah I'm yeah I'm I'm so pumped for that yeah <laughs> All right, well, you mentioned the SmackDown Championship, so we'll go to the Women's Championship uh, next, and we'll talk about Flair versus Asuka. That's going to be so good. That like The only thing I worry about is the expectations are incredibly high. But Charlotte's exceeded my expectations um, many times over. Um, I think at WrestleMania uh, Dallas, the Women's Triple Threat match is the best match on the card by far. By far. Um, other matches might have more bells and whistles, like the Shane match or... Um, or like the ladder match, but like that women's triple threat is that that's that's like the that's a real main event. Um, right. So yeah, and and Charlotte has always exceeded my expectations. Oscar is one of my favorite wrestlers in the entire world and has been for a very long time. Um, that's the match I wanted to see, and they gave it to us. I I don't know who's gonna win though. That's the thing. Is it time? I, is it time to th- end the Oscar streak? No. They love streaks too much. I don't think they would end it this quickly. I think it's going to Asuka. I think an Asuka win at at WrestleMania after she won the Royal Rumble to get there, I think is an awesome sto- bit of her story for WWE. So I, th- I think that's where they go with it. Yeah, like uh, I feel like Ember Moon's going to get a call out pretty soon as well. Right. And rekindling, because like, like, Ember's the one who's kind of got closest um, to taking that belt previously from Asuka. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like she's an option to end the streak. I feel like Becky Lynch is an option to uh, end the streak because I feel like Becky Lynch would gain the most out of it. Um, right now, I don't think it's time. I want to see Oscar win. I just want to see a. I just want to see a long match. I want them to be given as much time as they need to tell the story they need to tell because uh, I I think this could steal the show. I I agree, and I also think that I think it will be because I think they see the money in it. I think they see. The uh, they're all in on Charlotte Flair clearly, and I think they're also all in on Oscar. So I'm I think so they... surprised. I'm so surprised that they went with Oscar, and I'm so happy because like yes, like she is just incredible. Also, Kyrie Sane, Kyrie Sane could try and end the streak. Um, when Kyrie eventually comes up, I'm I'm sure there's a Shayna Baszler Oscar match, you know, in the works. Oh yeah. Um, the Ronda Rousey at some point, hopefully like in a in a while. Let's say we'll talk about Rousey when we get that yeah. match. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that match. Let's talk about that match. 
Okay. Well, well, first, 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 let's go to a positive, and I want to hear your thoughts on Styles Nakamura because you said you're excited about that one as well. Oh, I'm, I mean, that's like one of my favorite like Tokyo Dome main events. <laughs> like, like AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura tore the house down. Um, it's one of the best matches I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, I'm worried that Styles apparently is like a little injured. Um, yeah, I think he's fighting through it as much as he can, but I, and apparently he's mad. He's a- angry that fans are like getting worried about it. He's like, Oh, just shut up and just watch the show. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know what? Great. <laughs> I wish yeah. like, again, like I wish this match was going on last. If this match was going on last, I think we would be uh, in for something incredibly special. I think we're going to, I think it's going to crapple over Brock and Roman. Uh, oh God. Yeah. Easily. Like I, again, I hope they get the time. I feel like they're going to. Um, like give these guys a good half hour just to do their thing. Right. Um, I would love that. Uh, this this match is gonna be so good. I'm excited that they kind of seem they finally worked out Shinsuke's character for SmackDown. Like in NXT, I think they had it. They had a pretty good hold on it. Uh, but now, I think like his mind games thing with AJ, I think it's like one of the best stories they have going right now. Um, I I think this match is gonna be really cool, and I can't wait to see the rematch. I can't wait to see. Yeah, everything going on with this match, I'm a, I am about. <laughs> yeah, you and me both. I think Styles, since he came in, has proven himself to be like the workhorse of the company, and Nakamura has definitely floundered since they brought him up from NXT. His character fell apart. They kind of, they made him the artist, and yeah. he's just a weird guy. And now, like you said, he's weird, but he's also in, he's in AJ's mind. And the 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 Kinshasa faint on. SmackDown this week where he just patted him on the head was like it's really yeah, good he owns you right now Styles yeah I am I'm I feel like that's a direction for that character um I also I can't wait to see him switch gears in this match right because we've seen him get serious like well also like this the Sami Zayn match was a, they said you Japan match it was fantastic um, right I was very fortunate to be in the crowd for that <laughs> mm. um and if that match, if this match is anywhere near as good as that one, it's good. It could, it's going to steal the show. But I think it's that's what they're there for. Like I think it's there to be like one of the best matches of all time, and that's a huge thing to live up to. Um, I think they can do it though. I'm I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. Who wins it though? I, Who's your pick? I I think Nakamura because I think Scott. I think he needs it. I think he's ready for it. I think they're they're doing the character work, and I think that's time. That's the time to pay it off. And I, Styles is not hurt by losing the title. Like if he goes into a U.S. title feud or something else, or just challenges Nakamura for a while, like that's not going to look bad on him. Yeah, you know, you can get him in the mix with Daniel and like Owens and Sammy and stuff. So that's the thing is everybody you forget that after this WrestleMania we have Daniel Bryan on the SmackDown roster like regularly. It and that means he gets to fight all everything. these people. Right. It's like all these dream matches you didn't think we got to get. Now we can have possibly again. Like he could fight Lesnar. They always wanted Brian and Lesnar to finally fight. Like we can make that happen. Yeah. I want Brian Lesnar. I want um, another match with him and Cena. Cause right. the, the one they they had where Brian won the title was incredible. It's like John's one of John Cena's best matches in like the past like five years. Um, we get Daniel Bryan and Nakamura which is like the match that match hasn't happened outside of the new Japan dojo in Los Angeles when they were living together. Like that, that match is a match that's been building for like 20 years. Like it's, it's so exciting. Uh, what, what it does for like 
for like all of wrestling right now. Like the options we have for like uh, Daniel Bryan matches. But yeah, I I say Nakamura takes it, and then we then we start moving on to Bryan and Nakamura. Oh God. Yeah. I need a moment for that one. Please. I know <laughs> it's gonna be great. Like this uh. way, like honestly, there is no point like in time where I think wrestling like the wrestling itself has been better i think wwe's creative is not at its peak but wrestling as a whole i th i think is fantastic and just like the addition of daniel bryan to that is just like it's making 2018 a really fantastic year for wrestling absolutely um we are going to move on i don't know that we'll necessarily get to the rest of the car because there's some other matches that you know we can talk about but we definitely want to get to nxt i do want to get your thoughts on rousey angle steph triple h just because i I don't really want to see this match in, in that I don't, it's going to be cringeworthy for me. I don't know what Ronda Rousey is going to do or fail to do and how badly Angle's going to have to try and cover it up. Yeah, they, uh, they, they really, uh, I think they're working out what to do with Rousey. Uh, Ronda Rousey, I think, is an incredibly authentic person. Um, I think having Ronda Rousey read lines on television is the worst. I, I think that's bad for a lot of people in wrestling, to be entirely honest. Yeah. Um, I think I think we need more improv, and we need... When things with Ronda feel real, when she looks angry, that's when I believe. Oh, yeah. When, when Ronda Rousey... And I genuinely believe Ronda Rousey's excited to be there. But when you're like, hey, Ronda, like, point at the sign. Hey, Ronda, talk about, like, why you're so excited to be here. No. No, 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 no. Just, like, don't have her talk much. Keep promos short. Keep her angry. And have her do arm bars. <laughs> like, like, they need to chill out. Um, they're, I think this is going to be very... I, I think it's going to be... I think my expectations are going to be exceeded. I hope. Because uh, this match could be real bad. <laughs> uh, that's a good way to put it yeah yeah like was kurt the one who was originally slated for this match or was it going to be someone else i think originally they were probably trying to get the rock because that makes sense since they were you know they did the they, angle at 31 yeah right yeah so that makes the most sense and then I, I imagine his schedule is just far too full that he couldn't do it so they're like okay well angle you can easily slot in here and i think kurt angle is another guy that it shouldn't be on the mic that much He's bad on the mic. Like he's, I, he's so he I think stutters. Kurt used. To, I thought Kurt used to be good on the mic, right? But I think it was like he was given again more freedom. I think they're making him say stuff again, like where it's just like, "Here's your lines for today," and it's just like, "This is an Olympic gold medalist." Like, like don't make him read lines. Like, just have him go. Um, also, I don't think he's comfortable in the role, in the in the GM role. This is a yeah. guy who want. This is a guy who just wants to be wrestling. He can sink his teeth into a wrestling story. He can't sink his teeth into a GM story. Yeah, I I agree, and I I think this has done no favors. I think it'll be him and Triple H for most of the match, and then when we get you know the money with Rousey chucking Stephanie or whatever, or Stephanie knocks her down with a punch. I I think that's this is going to be mostly entertainment, not whole not a whole lot of wrestling. I feel like the like this match builds around Ronda just making Stephanie tap out. She pops an armbar on her. That's it. Oh yeah, there's and, uh, there's and no way, what, and that's what it should be. Like the I feel like feel like the way that they're gonna get Ronda Rousey over with like the wrestling audience is by having her destroy Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> yeah, I mean they 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 seem to be just trying to position it as Stone Cold 2.0, but 
we don't quite be, they haven't done the they didn't put in the time like Vince McMahon did not just overnight say oh I hate you and you hate me let's fight it was a, a thing that they built to so I yeah they don't have patience anymore like they're like Ronda no. signed Ronda's been trained a little bit let's put Ronda on the show and it's just like how about y'all just like chill out people will still care about Ronda Rousey in six months they probably would have cared even more because it would have been made a little bit more sense if you actually built it but, right yeah but yeah, like uh, I think Rousey's debut was a great moment for the women's rumble, but uh, I think since then there have been a lot of missteps, and I don't think it's her fault at all. Um, I think it's just all about how she's being booked and how she's being presented on TV. Silly, 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 silly stuff. <laughs> it is. It is. What is not silly is the card for NXT Takeover Nolans. Hell yeah! Let's yeah, let's talk about that. I I, I was just like kind of scrolling through the rest of like the the WrestleMania matches, and I think we basically covered it. <laughs> yeah, they've got they've got the tag match on uh on SmackDown side, which I'm excited to see because I think those guys are gonna they could also steal the show. Usos have been yeah the best tag team in WWE in the last year, They're and fantastic. New Day have been right there with them. Yeah, and I think I the think Andre, they... I think the Andre with like the it's a Bray Wyatt Matt Hardy story is what that that's for. I feel like concealing that story in in the Battle Royal I think is a good idea because I think it's been overexposed by them just having match after match after match. Um, cruiserweight match will be cool. I'm excited yeah, for that. I, I really, I'm sad that it's going to be on the kickoff because I think that deserves to be a bigger spot. But I also, I don't know what I'd put on the kickoff instead. Oh yeah, no, there's no way. There's, <laughs> if you start looking at the cards, like, well, sorry guys, but put both battle royals on the kickoff. I think that's going to be the case. I think they both will be that, and maybe one of the tag matches. I don't know. Honestly, I put the U.S. title on the kickoff. Oh god, I so would too. Except for maybe Ru- well, Rusev. I've got I've got Rusev's in there. <laughs> I'm glad he got his spot. Good yeah, because he's Rusev. awesome. He's great, man. I I can't say enough good. Th- like that is a that is a wrestler who I saw in NXT when he was bra- he's wearing a leather skirt, and right? Breaking boards over his knee. I'm like, this guy sucks. And then he debuted in the Rumble and did that rolling wheel kick across half the ring. And right. I was like, I was like, what's this guy's deal? And then from that <laughs> point on, I'm just like, oh, I'm in. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Yeah, I, I I think I think WrestleMania is good. Like, I think this has the potential to be one of the best WrestleManias that they've ever had, as long as they get the finishes right. Because at, at the WrestleMania Dallas, there were a lot of good matches on the card, but all the finishes were wrong. Right. Like it's just like like when uh, uh Jericho beat AJ, it deflated the crowd. When yeah. uh when Roman went over Triple H, it deflated the crowd. Like all the all the like all the finishes were just bad. They're silly. And they didn't lead to anything yeah. either. Um, so no, yeah, if they get the finishes no. right, this I think this could be just like a fantastic WrestleMania. Um, I'm very excited for it. Yeah, NXT, let's do it. So I don't have the official card in front of me. I think I could probably get most of the matches because TakeOver's typically, you know, five to six matches. It's usually yeah. a much shorter card, but um, we'll start with the unsanctioned match. Oh. Ciampa finally gets his hands on Gargano and vice versa. I'm, I'm super pumped, man. Um... I mean, how many wrestling stories take multiple years to build? Right. Um, I'm so excited for both those guys. Um, I think it's gonna be a lot. Um, they the crowd is going to just eviscerate Champa, and I'm so looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, both these guys were local PWG guys. Like I saw them wrestle a lot, and I'm I'm very excited for both of them to be given that stage. Champa looks terrifying now. He does. He, like he looks like. Like, you know when you see, like, a really ripped old man and it kind of makes you uncomfortable? 
<laughs> he's yeah. not old, but that, that's like the vibe I'm getting off the guy right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's yeah, he's a weird looking man. And like his promos are great. I think the build for this angle is being fantastic. Like Johnny's essentially stalking Champa, even though he's the face. Like, it's I'm I'm so excited for this match. Like who wins it though? I I don't you maybe even go non, no contest. Well, no, you can't go no contest because there's a stipulation on it. So I think Gargano wins just because that gets him back in NXT. And then he has to fight him constantly for the next, you know, four months or whatever it is. So I think Gargano takes it. I think they are going to tear the house down. Like they, they should really yeah. just like destroy each other. To I'm, exci- I'm so excited. Get some color in it and just really just. Oh, yeah. Do it oh. old school. Yeah, I it's unsanctioned. Like that, William Regal even you know when he mentioned it on NXT, he was like, "It's going to be an unsanctioned match," and like looked at him like, "You know what that means?" Yeah, like, man, they had to make a lot of matches on that show. God, that thing was so. <laughs> it's a packed hour of re- the fact that they announced every single person for that ladder match on the one episode. <laughs> it's so funny. It's like I want to be in the match, okay, but this that means this guy's in the match too. How many people are gonna be in this match? Yeah, they they announced the title. I think on the same episode that they announced the match, right? They did. Yeah, he announced the title, and the first person to say "I'm in the match" is EC3 he, making his he, debut. Yeah, then they make it a ladder match, and then they like add everyone else to it. Like, yeah that that match is gonna be insane. Yes, <laughs> it's there's the no other match. way to say it. There's no other ladder match on WrestleMania this year, so it's just like this is the ladder match. Yeah. Um, so so we'll move to that match. So that that card officially for that six man ladder match for the North American Championship is EC3, Adam Cole, Velveteen Dream, Lars Sullivan, Killian Dane, and another debut, Ricochet. So what they did was they took a bunch of names of different wrestlers and they put them in a hat, and then they just pulled them out at random, and that's how we got this match. <laughs> it is, but it's also like. Literally everybody in there is somebody who is either hot in NXT right now and has like a build behind them, or is debuting and is hot for that reason. And it's anyone's it's anyone's match. Oh god, yeah. Um, I I lean towards either of the debuts, but I mean it makes it makes sense for everyone. Like uh, Killian Dane, I think is the dark horse. Yeah. Um, like I I don't know. Like, he's been kind of, like... He, I mean, he's over and he's doing good work, but it's just, like... He, like the sanity gimmick, sadly, has not worked. No, it's kind of... It, it's it's not important anymore. Like, I like all those people, but it's not... It, the gimmick is not necessary anymore. They, they don't have goals. They, right. They, they don't... Like, they, they've never articulated what their deal is. Um, so, I... I don't know what they're, what they're going to do there. Um, I mean, I think the person with the most to gain out of the win is maybe Velveteen Dream, but I feel like we could build to that as an, a main event for the uh, NXT Championship uh, later. So he, I don't think he really needs it. I think Cole would be good for Cole. I don't think Lars Sullivan needs it. I think the people who it matters to are EC3, Adam Cole, Killian Dane, and Ricochet. I think those are the four guys who I think are ones that with the most to gain out of getting the getting that belt. Right. 
I I'm picking Adam Cole because he's been in NXT for a while now that d- d- relatively yeah. um, he's put in his dues. He's had some awesome matches. He's had some big matches and I he's think also he's, lost a lot. <laughs> oh, he has. Yes. Yes. He's, he's, I think that's part of the paid his dues thing. Um, and EC3 and Ricochet, I th- they're going to be red hot no matter what. Like they do not need this title to like catapult them into NXT. They'll be fine. And like you said, I think Dream makes sense to maybe challenge for Black's new title once he gets it, and that that tells you who I think is going to win that match. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it doesn't matter who wins this match. I just want to see it because, good lord. Yeah, I'm 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 pumped for that one. Um, yeah, like let's let's talk a uh, women's championship. All right, uh, Amber Moon and Shayna Baszler. Um, this angle's been going for a really long time. It has. Um, I'm kind of surprised they didn't put Kyrie Sane, um, or find a way to get Nikki Cross in that match. I'm kind of surprised. I'm surprised they're going with the singles again. I get that it's like a blood feudy kind of thing. There's no stipulation on it, which is kind of weird. Right. Like, I feel like since they're going for this rematch, like there should be like something in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked, I liked the previous matches. Um, I think Shayna Baszler is underrated as a wrestler. I think a lot of people think that Shayna's not ready, but um, yeah, Ember Moon's character I think has been kind of like floundering. I think Ember Moon as a wrestler again is fantastic, but I don't know what Ember Moon's gimmick is anymore. For a while, it was like she was a cool werewolf lady, <laughs> and now she's like I'm a cool werewolf lady, but also I have feelings. So, <laughs> so I I don't know. I I think there I think there's like a I think I think the angle's fine. I think it's like very logically booked to make sense. Um. But I don't think the crowd's super invested in either person. I think they hate Shayna Baszler. I think the like like she's a great heel, but I don't know if that translates into Ember Moon being a great face. I think it's time to put the put the belt on Shayna. Yeah, I uh, I think Baszler takes it. I think Ember may even get a call up on like the Raw after or the yeah. SmackDown after. I, uh, I I think that's very likely, and I think that makes long overdue because she's a fantastic wrestler. Right. Well, and people have said that for every single time there's been a big event. It's like, okay, so she gets the call up the next night, right? And then it doesn't happen. She's just going for the title or she gets injured or whatever. So, yeah, I think it's it's time for her to move up. She's ready. Um, I think that uh, also the, opens up the women's division a bit more. Uh, right. So you've got your, you know, we have, um, oh, jeez, I, f- I forgot the name of their team. But uh, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. Oh, yeah, uh, iconic like, duo. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The iconic duo. You've got like them in the mix. You've got Nikki Cross in the mix. Uh, Kyrie Sane, um, and they're they're building up Dakota Kai as well. Who's a fantastic wrestler. Right. I feel like there are more debuts coming. Um, There's Lacey Evans who came over from the the uh, May Young Classic. Yeah, I'm. And some I'm others. Not, I'm not all in on Lacey Evans. No, no, no. But she she could be built to something. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, like they have options. Um. What is the name of the woman with the cool hair whip? Oh, uh, Bianca Belair. Yeah, I think Bianca Belair is like, like, is star rising. Um, I feel like I feel like Ember being out of the NXT Women's Division opens up a lot of options for people. Yeah, I think it's I think it's moving on to the next the next era. Like she is the last one. It feels like before, like she should have moved up already. And the fact that she's still there is like okay, now it's time for you to move on. I think they wanted women. to give give her one good run, right? But I don't think that run ever happened. 
I don't think no, it hasn't been. She hasn't. Out. It feels like she never defends that belt except for at the takeover, and then it's usually Baszler, and <laughs> that's what it feels like. Yeah, they've. I mean, like the entire women's division did get raided when they did like the um, everyone they were building went up. Like when they did uh, Riot Squad and Absolution. Like so, like they, it's it's a little rocky for them right now. I think I think they're getting back together though. Um, I think a part of the problem is like you know they're having to build big matches for a takeover, and they have to use people who are more established for that, which means you don't get as much time to build up the people that you need to build up. Right. Um. But yeah, I'm I'm excited. This this is gonna this is gonna be a good one. Agreed. Um. I, I everything on this card is is a good one. I think so. Um. How about Black and um. Almas. Cian Almas. Man, no one I think has had a better career turnaround in NXT than Cien Almas. I think that's another case of the putting it with the right person. Like Zelina Vega made him. She's fantastic. Also, it's like I, I think Almas kind of reverted back to like uh, a bit of like the character of like uh, Los Ignorables uh, de Japan um, in New Japan Pro Wrestling, like the tranquilo gimmick, um, like not really not really caring. I think I think the added fire to his character I think has been really good um, in the Alistair Black feud. He feels dangerous. Um, his match with Johnny Gargano is one of the best matches I've ever seen. That was um, amazing. Yeah, I'm I'm super excited for this match. Alistair Black is going to be huge. I think the belt does more for Cien than it does for Alistair Black. I think Alistair Black is probably going to win. But I would like to see Alistair Black lose and then debut on Raw the next night. That's a uh, Black feels like another one that needs a run with the NXT title. But also he is he's ready. Like if he goes to Raw or SmackDown, he has, he has no, he doesn't. Yeah, um, that you, like you give them that raising, him. give them the rising out of the coffin entrance on Raw or SmackDown, and you'll you'll have them. Yeah, yeah, he's like, he's ready. You you send them out there in front of that Raw after WrestleMania crowd. It's gonna be great. Oh yeah, that's uh. I, I think Black takes it here. I, I see Almas probably getting called up with, with uh, Vega, but I can also see him sticking around either I mean, with the title or without. he was in the Rumble. Exactly. Okay. Well, they bo- weren't they both? Black was too, I think. No, Black wasn't in the Rumble. Did they both show up? No, no, it wasn't. It was the other. Sorry, I'm thinking the women. Uh, the women's Rumble had Oh, yeah, yeah. Ky- Kyrie St. Amber Moon and everyone was like, and in that one. Insane, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, again, just I just I really want to see the match. I want to see the 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 work that they've put in uh pay off and I I want to see a win for Black, but I also will be absolutely cool with a retention for uh, using some some evil means like Vega, you know, hits her Hurricane Rana or in Black or whatever. Yeah. I yeah, I think I think it's I am very much looking forward to it. I'm surprised they didn't go with the Candice LeRae uh Zelina Vega singles match. Because I, I really thought that was what they were building to, but I guess they kind of like pulled back on that. Yeah, I'm not sure why. I, I know I heard that they on like the tour they had them like fighting in like uh, mixed tag, I think, constantly. So I'm surprised they didn't go with that as well. But I I guess maybe with Gargano out, you don't want her wrestling because you want them tied together. Yeah, I don't know. I'm honestly excited for attending this event because I get the TV taping that goes with it, which means I'm probably gonna. Get oh, you're right. I'm going to get a Candice match. I'm going to get a Cassius Ono match. I'm going to get, like, uh, probably a Kyrie Sane match. Like, I'm going to get all these people yeah. I didn't get to see. I think also, like, I mean, I'm going to see them in the women's. I never really thought about this, the women's battle royal. 
I wouldn't be surprised to see a lot of like NXT women or NXT guys actually in the the men's battle royal. Um, I would be surprised if we didn't see at least a couple. And on, honestly, I was thinking I mean, they don't have enough wrestlers yeah, Conic- to fill the damn match. <laughs> no, no, God, no. Um, I was thinking the iconic duo because they've been off TV for so long that they're actually just being kept off because they're going to debut on at Mania or after, and they're just going to go up to the main roster because they they don't really have anything to do on NXT anymore because I don't God. think any of either of them is going to be champion. Like and. Apropos of nothing, but like, what if they won the women's battle royal together? That's always been a threat that no one's ever followed up on, which is like a tag team actually winning one. Right. Well, yeah, and that's what they're talking about with the men. You know, the revival are saying they're going to win. So, how awesome yeah. would that be if they lose that one and then the iconic duo swoops in and wins the oh, women's? It'd be so fun. <laughs> Man, <laughs> wrestling is so fun right now. I'm so, like, it's it's great to be like excited about the sport again because like I don't know after Daniel Bryan's retirement and everything, I kind of got like a little down on things, but like right now I'm just like super pumped to see these like great matches. Yeah. There's just so much promise. Like you can, you can throw this guy at this guy and it's still an amazing match. Or I want to see this one and this one, or yeah, it's, it's on both sides. It's the men and the women. So it, Oh man, I'm, I'm so glad the women's division is like good. I'm so glad that they're getting treated with respect and like, they actually get like the exposure that they deserve. Like right. on these shows, like, yeah, I'm I'm very excited. So the final NXT match that I can think of, I don't know what else could be on the card. I, I totally forget. Usually they're like five match cards. Right, right. So we have the uh, the finals of the Dusty Classic are happening on NXT this week. I've read the spoilers, so I know what happens, but yeah, I won't necessarily everyone, mention yeah, it. Everyone earmuffs. Earmuffs if you haven't seen NXT. There you go. If you, haven't, <laughs> if you haven't seen it, if you haven't read about it, spoilers, this is what happens on this week's, this coming week's episode. Actually, I guess when this goes up, it might have already happened, but it tells what's going to happen at uh, TakeOver. So the Undisputed Era, meaning Cole and O'Reilly, attack. Uh, they basically interrupt the match, and so William Regal makes it a three-way tag between Undisputed Era, AOP, and Dunn and Strong, which is one of my favorite teams Oh yeah, they, they really pulled that together. Like it was clear that they wanted Mustache Mountain, like Trent Seven and um and Tyler Bate to be um to be on the you know like to be in these finals. They were gonna build right. them as a tag team. Um and just nothing went right with this tournament. Like like uh, uh Bobby Fish is out injured, so it looks like Adam Cole's probably doing double duty. Yeah, which good lord. If he's if he's actually in both of those matches well, that's like when he came into the Rumble after that insane match he had with Alistair Black the night before. Right, yeah. Or Sienna Almas coming into the Rumble as well. It's just like, guys, like, take it easy. Even like Sami Zayn did that, where it's like Sami Zayn was in the WrestleMania ladder match, but the night before he was fighting Shinsuke Nakamura. Right. Yeah, it's like, guys. <laughs> like, you, you gotta kill him. You gotta kill the boys. You gotta keep the boys alive. <laughs> uh, this match is gonna be so great. Um... I, I think, like, this is going to be, uh, if they do it as an opener, I think it's a great opener. Um, but they could also open with the ladder match. Like, this is, this is a good card, just because we've got, like, a very well-built main event with Alistair Black and Tien, almost, like, two over-wrestlers. You've got mm-hmm. the rematch of Amber Moon and Shayna Baszler, and then you've got, like, the Johnny Gargano-Chompa match that's been building for years. And then you have the, these two other matches where it's just, like, pretty much everyone else you want to see in the on the card is in them. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, do you have a, a pick for the tag winner? Um, I think it'd be adventurous for them actually to go with Cole and O'Reilly, and then you can put Adam Cole over in the ladder match too and give him two belts. Oh God! 
just like just go all the way with the guy. Um, so every time he raises great. up those fingers for the Adam Cole baby, he's got gold yeah. on both shoulders. Uh, putting on Pete Dunne and Roddy Strong, be crazy. Do another odd couple tag team for a while, leading to a feud could work. I feel like authors of pain are going up to main roster, like they're ready. Like they, they I hope so. Bit. Um, I I think they're kind of in the way in NXT right now. I understand NXT doesn't have a whole lot of tag teams. Um. I feel like TM61 are kind of getting their footing again. So, I, yeah, I think it's time for the Authors of Pain to go. So, I don't think I put the belt on them. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I I say uh, Colin O'Reilly, since Bobby Fish is out. Man, I feel so bad for that dude as well. Like, Bobby Fish is such yeah. a great wrestler. For him to be out injured for this show is, like, a real bummer. It's like a, feel... Alicia, Alicia Fox missing the Women's Rumble this year. It was just, like, one of those things. I'm just like, God. Like, y'all deserve better. Um, but, you know, you can't control injuries. But yeah, let's, no. go, let's go. Let's go Colin O'Reilly for me. All right, I will say Dunn and Strong just because for whatever reason they seem to be all in on that team, and their I their dynamics really I like cool. It, it is. They're, really they are cool. both so hard hitting, and I I honestly think Roderick Strong has been one of the MVPs this year because he's been on Two Hundred Five Live. He was in the tournament they just ran, yep. and he's on NXT like every week it seems like, and it's he he's is everywhere, man. And he goes like he hits hard when he gets in every match. Like oh yeah, Roddy Strong I, is like. I mean, I've been watching Roddy Strong wrestle for, like, over 10 years. Like, I remember wow. him in Ring of Honor. Um, and he just gets better and better. He, I'm very curious, because they, they have him positioned as, like, a major babyface, and I think it worked for the crowd. Um, I think there were some shaky moments where the, maybe they were, the crowd was kind of, like, not all in on Roddy. I think the crowd's all with him now. It's fantastic. That guy is a heel. He is one of the best heels in the entire business. He is incredible. In Pro Wrestling Gorilla, he was uh, in like a heel stable with Adam Cole and the Young Bucks and Kevin Steen. Hmm. And he was the most reprehensible piece of garbage. He was so awful. He's so good at being a bad guy. I'm, I'm like, I mean, write, write him out as a face as long as it works because like people are into him and he's a great wrestler and, you know, he's got great fire. Um, but man, when they flip him, He's like he's like a he's like a cruel Miz. <laughs> huh. Yeah, you, you like if you if you have a chance like look up uh some of his pro wrestling gorilla stuff with Roderick Strong as a heel. Um of him like murdering referees pretty much. <laughs> Damn. Like, yeah, he he's he's really really good. His feud with Zack Sabre Jr is fantastic. Um yeah. Dunn and Roddy is a really fun team though. Like, I love that there's so many different options that all work on this card. Like, I can't be bummed out for most people winning. Like, actually, I can't be bummed out for any of the people winning, really. Like, I mean, like, Lars Sullivan's kind of, like, the least inspired choice to kind of win, the like, the ladder match. Right, and I'll see. I I think he and Dane have enough of a feud going in that I think they'll be trying to destroy each other the entire match, and they just kind of become a non-factor. Yeah, I, I, I think that makes sense, too. Um, Yeah, man, what a card. What a weekend of wrestling, huh? Oh good lord! I I'm ready for it. I think my body is ready. I'm I, I guarantee <laughs> yours is not because you'll actually be there. So I no no and like I'm going like I'm not doing any of like the silly stuff I did last time like two or three indie shows in a day. I'm taking it pretty easy this time. Um, I haven't even committed to going to the Raw after WrestleMania. I have a free day on Monday where I might not go. Um, or at the last minute I might just decide to go. Right. But yeah, it's it's a lot. Your voice gets destroyed. Like on oh, day sure. two, it, like chanting was not an option anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I felt bad. 
I'm at these indie shows and I'm just having to clap and my hands hurt. <laughs> I feel like such uh, a baby. I'm, com I'm, I'm complaining about yelling and clapping while these people are like, throwing themselves off of ladders. <laughs> right, yeah. It's like, oh, my hands hurt. Oh, I, I think I may have just like broken my shoulder. Oh, but my hands are so sore. <laughs> Shane McMahon's like wrestling with diverticulitis and like uh, a hernia. And I'm like, owie, my hands. It's my fourth <laughs> wrestling show this week. Oh, my throat's really raw. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for joining me for talking about this entire uh, card, card and a half, card times two. Uh, it was a blast. And uh, yeah, like you said, so much awesome stuff coming up. I yeah. just thank enjoy you, it. Sylvia. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Like, also, like, uh, I'm going to be continuing to do wrestling content, like, throughout the week of WrestleMania. Um, like, uh, my buddies and I who do, like, the This Is Awesome uh, wrestling podcast where we break down, like, different wrestling matches. Um, right move by move essentially um we are going to be on site at all these like indie events and stuff and we're just going to do like little wrap-ups each day after each show um so probably come out like the next morning or like that late that night but yeah it looks like we're going to have like a four or five podcasts out this um out this wrestlemania week so if you you know you want to check them out um yeah this is awesomepod.com uh and yeah we're going to be doing a ton of different stuff it's new for me i've never done like this on-site like journalism thing for wrestling before right, right. But uh, I'm excited. <laughs> that's awesome. I'm yeah, excited. That's, I, so check. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot. <laughs> it's gonna be a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this time next week you're gonna be saying, "What have I done? What have I done? What have I committed this, to? This, this is too much." <laughs> yeah, I'm, too I'm much excited. For one man. I'm, I'm just gonna do like a little 15 minute wrap up, so I'm not gonna, yeah, you know, I'm not gonna kill myself over it. <laughs> right. As yeah. I, just as yeah. I said, my hands are gonna be sore. I don't want to have to do a 15 minute wrestling podcast. <laughs> Please, while you're doing at least one of the shows, please mention that your hands are sore. That'll be a nice little nod to everybody out there. Yeah, everyone will love that. <laughs> He's a tired, tired man. Yeah, I'll have like oh, a tiredness well. meter. Go <laughs> put it up on the site so everybody can tell. Oh, Frank is really tired today. Wow, he's really sleepy, poor guy. <laughs> Dude, thank you so much for having me again. I really appreciate it. Absolutely, yeah. Thank you for joining us. And uh, like you said, check out This Is Awesome. Check it out during the shows, and he will have updates. And there's awesome content there as well. And enjoy all the wrestling, everybody. We are sending you off to it. It is, good lord, so much going on. It's You're going to enjoy it. It's exciting. <laughs> this is awesome. It really is. And <laughs> for pro grapplers, I have been amazing Jason Sigler. And, uh, yeah, your co-host this week, Big Frank Gibson. Big <laughs> Frank Gibson. I love it. And we'll see you next time, wrestling fans, on the next episode of Pro Grapplers. <laughs>